this game. Many levels in this game. Many levels in this game. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. Welcome to our, I guess, our review of season one of Gen V. And um, we decided to go with Gen V just because it was already complete. All eight episodes of season one were already in the books. And as the showrunner said, it was just a, it seems like it's going to be a handoff from Gen V to season four of the boys. Now that the uh, strike is over, we're going to get all this promotion and stuff. I do feel bad for shows like this and power and um book two or book three whatever it is with force i've not watched it yet as of this recording um but i do feel bad that they have not been able to promote their stuff but look here uh, either way we got quality content and they can promote their stuff in the future as the the writers and uh sag and all these other people have they come to a three-year deal so that's pretty awesome hopefully everyone got what they want out of it um i hope we don't have to go through this again because as I move deeper into the industry, I don't want to be on strike, <laughs> you know, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Also, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on the day of, this is actually my birthday. So I'm really happy to see another year. Grateful for that. Grateful for you guys tuning in. I am the Slow Chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. Follow me on every platform you possibly can on IG at I Am Slow Chemical. You can hit me up in the Q&A on Spotify. Continue to get five stars and let's get into it. So I actually, <clears throat> I have every boy, the boy's book, um, and I, I don't know if this is in the, I, I really don't know, um, but I think this is based off of a comic book um, that Garth Ennis has created, I think so, but like once the boy's run like came to an end, um, and I think it went on a little too long for me, long in the tooth, but once it came to an end, I kind of didn't following more so i'm not actually sure if this is all original or if this is um something that was created for uh for just television to be you know kind of a younger version of the boys um and look here if you don't like the boys you're not gonna like this it's the same violence same gratuitous conversations that that they have here so uh, stay strapped in with me for the next eight to nine weeks as they have eight episodes. We're doing them episode by episode. Um, and But we're going to have a break in the middle because the final Wednesday of the year will be our best and worst. So at the end of the day, we'll this will bleed into next year. And then we will begin our uh, review of season two of Invincible. Um, and at some point in time, we will get to uh, book a season two uh, force uh with tommy again we'll get to my 24 retrospective we have dude we legitimately will have all of next year lined up for wednesday episodes and i can't be more excited about it so let's get into it episode one we start off with meeting marie and her family and essentially we see that a younger version of them a younger version of marie excuse me who is the main character here and essentially she is the the black starlight <laughs> um Eventually, if that's how you want to see her, that's how you want to see her. I just, I can't blame you for seeing it that way, if you follow what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, we see her as her powers 
uh, come into uh, to as her powers hit her during her first period, and it's a blood uh, induced power, and um, essentially she kills her her parents, you know, and that what a way to start the show off. You know, that's the way you're starting to show up is by her getting her first period and her period is her blood is is the power, you know, like that's just very uh, boyish of uh, this, this of, the, of showrunners. Um, but yeah, you start off with a bang and then we fast forward many years into the future where now she is leaving the system and she's gotten um, accepted into G. Uh, Godolvedin. I'm. I, I. I was. A, I was like. I'm gonna say this so wrong, <laughs> but it's essentially a, a high school or a college. Excuse me for powered people who are looking to either become a part of the seven, which is very rare because obviously the name it's seven, or they're gonna essentially be salesmen and actors that will uh, just play a part for Vot. Um, and these are people who all had their parents give them V when they were younger um, to make a buck off of them. And so we see that she's accepted and she wants to be a hero. And she wants to be a part of the seven. And so um, really just, it's a, to me, episode one is a great introductory to whether it's Marie, whether it's Andre, whether it's... Um, Emma, whether it's Luke, whether it's Kate, like you, you get you get a little bit of everybody. I will say the only thing that's criminal is they had freaking Clancy Brown only for one episode. Holy crap! I did not see that coming. Um, but uh, Clancy Brown is Brink, who runs the school, and he's super tight with. Uh, Luke, who is called the Golden Boy, who has been accepted into the Seven, he is, and in, in this school they are ranked one through ten. Your top ten um, students, and they're all vying for the spot. Golden Boy, who's you know, been kept, he's kept it quiet that he's been accepted already, but his best friend is Andre. His girlfriend is Kate. Kate has a uh, thing about powers similar to, well, it's not, it's kind of. It's essentially what what character am I thinking about? I was gonna say Rogue One. No, there's someone else that, in the world of comics, they tell people what to do and they do it. It was it was Wolverine's first real love. I can't remember her name, but anyway, essentially Kate has the power to tell people what to do. She touches you, she can tell you what to do. Um, Andre's powers are manipulation with his hand. He can move things as long as he's touched it already. Um, uh, uh, Golden Boy. Uh, he, they were just actually about to build him a brand new suit, but he can, essentially, he's the Human Torch. Let's just say that. Um, Jordan is gender swapper. She's an Asian gender swapper. She can go from male to female, as at, at, at Wednesday. At her usually, she goes between both of them during a fight. And um, and honestly, I don't even know what to call Marie's power, but it's blood based, you know. Um, so it's just very interesting. I don't know what to call it though. But anyways, um, this. Episode one, I will I can say this. The writers it for this show don't waste any time. They legitimately throw you right into the action and right into these characters and you you see the dynamics with them immediately. So Marie's first day on campus, she gets denied into the criminal uh, uh criminal class uh because Jordan, who is at the time the administrative assistant for Brink and who is super close with him, 
um, just doesn't want her. Just says she's, she's not worth it. And she's a freshman, by the way. And so all of a sudden, uh, Golden Boy, who you hear hearing voices throughout the entire episode, um, saying, come help me, come help me. You don't know what this is. And at one point in time, what you think is a throwaway scene, you think it's just a scene to, this is what, these are the type of shows, people ask me all the time, what keeps you watching superhero shows? When you have writing like this that can make me shut my brain down from all the shit I have learned and make me not be able to just pinpoint, and predictable is not always bad. Let me make that perfectly clear. But like when I can shut my brain down and be like, I didn't see that coming, that is so fulfilling, that's so badass, it's just cool. And what I thought was a throwaway scene, you have this kid saying, I'm not going back to the woods. And Andre and Marie stop him and they recapture him. You think, I thought nothing of it. Turns out that's Sam, who was Luke's younger brother. Who, at the time, we don't know this, we'll get into this later, but Luke thought something of his brother. But we'll get into that later. So, anyways, um, towards the end of the episode, um, as now the dynamics are starting to hit, Emma, who is the, the roommate of... Um, Marie, essentially, she's like, she wants to be in the in crowd. Emma does her powers to shrink herself, but she has to have an eating disorder to do it. So she has to starve herself in order to get smaller, but then she has to eat in order to grow. It's very, very, it's not, it's nothing like Ant-Man. <laughs> it's definitely very unhealthy. Um, well, Emma, who wants to get into the in crowd, just can't find the right thing. She has a YouTube channel with a million people million uh subscribers but they all shit on her for the most part um because people like watching the train wreck and so essentially at one point in time andre asked um maria if they will go out and like hang out with everybody so it's gonna be jordan it's gonna be andre it's gonna be luke it's gonna be kate so essentially they all go out they convince maria to do drugs now marie doesn't want to get in any trouble because the part we did not talk about is when she got accepted the thing is if she was to be kicked out of this with uh, this program this college with superpowers they would put her in a jail and the jail would be essentially that's what it'd be it'll be a thing about the raft for marvel comics it would be like this it'll be like have it'll be like the raft you know and so essentially uh she goes out she has a good time well andre who's flirting with a woman gets bumped and accidentally like puts a knife uh the glass in the throat of the woman well they're about to leave her well marie saves the woman but she's being re recorded as it happens well, the Golden Boys and Gus are Jordan and Andre. Well, Brink is, is expelling her because she's on camera. She's the one caught doing it. So essentially, she's just, now now Marie's. I can't go. I can't go to jail. I can't go to this place. I, I I'm not built for it. But why? I can't do it. So she's pissed off. Well, finally, we have the breaking point and the thing that gets you to tune in to episode two if you weren't already invested or if it's or you're like on the fence this is the thing how you get it so essentially luke now had just walks in he's being manic he's being crazy he goes in and he kills brinks and so you only reason we know he kills brinks is because marie walks in as she's killing him well now luke has said well you weren't supposed to see that now i have to kill you well now jordan is telling marie to run because now she's going to fight. Because technically in the rankings, Jordan's two, Luke is one. So they're fighting each other, fighting each other, fighting each other. Finally, Luke goes outside the school and he looks around. And he sees everyone's watching him. And he whispers to Andre, who was his best friend. He whispers to Andre something. 
and then he goes up in the sky and he just essentially sets himself on fire to to too much capacity. I don't even know how that fucking works, but essentially he commits murder suicide. And essentially we leave episode one with so many questions. Someone who I thought would be the big bad this season and Brinks is now dead. Luke, who I thought was the main character, I mean, it was clear Marie was the main character, but I thought Luke would be like the, the second main character. He's now dead, and now you don't know what's going on. And it just ends that way. And then you go to episode two. So, my first thoughts are, it's clearly in the, the role of the boys, obviously. They do, look here, you have cameos from everybody. Everyone's, whether it's Speedster, whether it's the, the I can't remember their names right now, I'm sorry. Something about these new characters, but essentially you you have all the main players that are mentioned from the boys. So it lets you, it's, it's 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 so much that it just it keeps hitting you that hey this is in the world. Don't think it's not a part of the same universe, you know. And so I I, I it was it wasn't too much. I'm not saying that say that was too much or anything. I'm saying it just so you know that it's clear what world and what universe you are in, you know. Um, I liked the first episode. I thought uh, every character was endearing. I thought every character kind of fit. Um, it's obviously a younger version, so uh, less adult-themed in, in some of the conversations, you know, and some of the, the things that the youth are dealing with, whether it's a blogger trying to get themselves over or, you know, someone's trying to feed their ego in other ways. Um, but for being real... Some of the stuff the Homelander does, but he's a child himself. You see, he can convert people. And we also get an update. Like, when you have a noose in this particular episode in particular, um, uh, is a newsflash that this kind of goes past. And it shows that at the end, remember at the end of season three, where Homelander killed this random guy and people were cheering for him? He's on trial for it. So it's like, oh, wow, this is interesting because now time is going past and these things are intersecting. So... Um, I, I think it's a great way to start off. So um, that was the review of episode one. Episode two will be next week, first uh, December, first Wednesday of December. So see you guys then. I'm the Soul Chemical. This is I see things a little differently, and we are out.